you see the eye contact there, right? It's very penetrating. I wanna fuck you. Sorry, I'm engaged. Like a very seductive look she's got on her face here. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a cheater, you're a cheater. No matter how good your husband or wife, you will cheat anyway. We leave in one hour. And it's such a ridiculous proposal. We leave in one hour. Christina is just like... <laughs> I don't think it's realistic. You try this at a bar, like, can you just give me a smile? Like, that could be really fucking I'll say creepy. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eh. <laughs> I'll say this guy. Welcome to the Inner Confidence Podcast, where we bring you men's dating and lifestyle advice that doesn't suck. I'm your host, Robbie Kramer, a former collegiate golfer turned poker pro turned finance guy who became obsessed with learning about male-female attraction and dynamics and passionate about teaching men how to improve and optimize their love life. Tune in each week and we'll bring you the latest and greatest strategies on how to get more dates, how to build a thriving social circle that brings the best men and women into your life, how to become a better networker, and how to design a lifestyle that makes all your jealous. If you're new to the show, I recommend you download my first date protocol. It's the best piece of content I have. It'll help you optimize your first date and subsequent dates. And I like to connect with my listeners personally. So if you want to grab a copy of that, please send me a direct message on Instagram. I'm at Robbie underscore Kramer. Now let's dive into this week's content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Inner Confidence Podcast. We're here with my lovely wife, Maria. Hi. And today we've got a pretty cool episode because we're doing something different than usual. And what we're doing is showing some movie clips and we're going to break down how attraction, seduction, uh, how those concepts play out in Hollywood. I think Hollywood does a great job of depicting these things. They have to, otherwise no one would watch the movies. <laughs> they weren't <laughs> realistic. <laughs> and I, I chose uh, three different scenes, probably from movies that you may have seen before. Uh, to demonstrate sexual tension, seduction, attraction, like I mentioned. And if you're watching this, great. If you're listening to this as a podcast, my recommendation would be to go over to the site, innerconfidence.com slash podcast and watch it or on YouTube. Um, if you're listening, I think you'll still get something out of it. But, you know, buyer beware, I guess. Fair warning. Whatever that expression is. <laughs> so um, let's let's uh, kick it off. The first movie, and you've never seen any of these movies. I'm pretty so. sure. Are they old? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, not that old. Like within oh, the last yeah. twenty years. So I'm twenty four. Yeah. Well, since you've been alive, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it'll be interesting to get your take on it, given the fact that you're European, mm -hmm. to make sure that these concepts cross cultural barriers and they apply, right? Mm -hmm. So what we'll do is we'll run each clip in its entirety. The longest one is, you know, two or three minutes. And then we'll go through them scene by scene and break down what we find. Okay. And the first one we'll do is the aviator scene called Cigarette Girl. Here we go. Cigar, cigarettes, Simpson. Thelma, I thought you were over at the Brown Derby with uh, Trixie. Uh, no, Teresa. Margaret, yeah. Margaret, exactly. What happened to Margaret? She lost her shoes. Thank time, God right? that settled. I'm sorry. Thelma, this is Howard Hughes. Howard and I were just discussing how he wants me to pull a camera out of my ass. Cigarette? Oh, no. Thanks. I don't smoke. Just hitting on all six cylinders, aren't you? Oh my God. <laughs> would you do me a favor and just, would you just smile for me one time, just once? 
Yeah, yeah, you see, you got a short upper lip. Makes for a much nicer smile. <laughs> see, I wonder what gives a beautiful woman like you pleasure. And say you're just standing there, right? And I, I just touch you, just, just like this. See my fingertips. I mean, do, you, do you like that? in a half an hour. Well, I'm in room uh, 217. 217. See you there. <laughs> Johnny, get on the horn to Universal. What did you think? How hot is Leo? He is, but this would never work with me. That would work. <laughs> Ever. I guess that's the first question is how realistic do you think that's? Um, it, it just, like, I know different types of girls and I'm the type that I hate when strangers touch me. Like, really, it's like pissing me off. If someone will come who I don't know and say like, hi, and grab me, oh my God, I will be so pissed. Like, I hate it. Well, and hold on. You have to, there's a, a little bit of backstory or context that I think is important. So the friend of Howard Hughes' character, mm -hmm. Leo, right? Or, uh, he knows the cigarette girl. They've met, you know, obviously from that club. And he has a lot of status. He's like a, a huge movie director. And she maybe, maybe she doesn't know. I don't think she's ever met him before. Maybe she's heard of him though. So no, it doesn't matter. It's a stranger. It's a stranger, but yeah. what if you what if you have heard about this person before? No. Does that change anything? No. Okay. But it's me, and I know little girls that don't care. It's just like I have. Well, this he didn't security. touch her immediately. No, but I have security problems. I don't want anyone who I don't know touching. All right. Me. Well, that's a kind of a personal thing. But let's maybe let's go back and, and watch it. Kind of. Before. I'm a bad person. Okay, so you didn't you didn't like the fact that he touched her. Oh, that I wouldn't hate, work on you. I but what about the other stuff? I mean, it was super sexual, and if you, if you're looking for someone to you know to hook up, then he's a perfect choice, especially if she was attracted to him. You know, first you look for the look. Obviously, if you see the guy and you're attractive to him, like if he's cool and blah blah blah, you will have sex with him eventually, right? Um, that's I think it's important. She was attracted to him already, and her work kind of. You know, she's so I guess, open for touch. You know, she works in this, how, how to say? She works in a club. In the club, right? So she, like, a lot of people are touching her and she used to it. That's why it wasn't something. I'm not touching her like that. No, I mean, it's like, she's more open-minded for something like this, I think. Maybe. Like, like, I would never be open-minded for this. All right, so let's watch again and we'll go through. <laughs> so you were not a fan, to say oh, the least. Like, no. I, what, so what I liked about that scene is, I mean, he went balls to the wall to create sexual tension there, mm -hmm. right? Took a big risk. Um, as I mentioned, he has status. And mm -hmm. in his mind, she's just like a cocktail waitress, but she's beautiful. So, she is. Um, you know, he was very forward 
He held amazing eye contact. He spoke very slow, very seductive. Uh, he did not release sexual tension at all, even though his friend did. And mm -hmm. we'll go through that. Mm -hmm. So let me share the screen again. So here we go. Cigar, cigarettes, Sensen. Thelma, I thought you were over at the Brown Derby with uh, Trixie. So you hear, you know, he's basically making small talk, mm -hmm. right? And he, his voice, he's kind of ending his sentences with an upward inflection, like, mm -hmm. oh, with, with Trixie, you know? Like, he, that's not as attractive as finishing on a, on a downward inflection. Oh, Teresa. Margaret, yeah. Margaret, exactly. What happened to Margaret? She lost her shoes. Thank God that settled. So he interrupts and shows a lot of dominance here. Thank God that settled, right? Mm -hmm. Just like totally <laughs> steamrolls this guy, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that creates a very strong first, first impression because now she's like, oh, what's going on? Who's this? I'm sorry. Thelma, this is Howard Hughes. And essentially he's... You know, he's kind of saying like, yo, introduce me. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, why didn't you, why didn't you do that? That's a socially acceptable thing to do. Like mm -hmm. rather than rambling on and trying to make small talk with the hot, you know, cocktail waitress, introduce your boy. Mm -hmm. Howard and I were just discussing how he wants me to pull a camera out of my ass. So, you know, he makes a little joke there. I think that's funny. Mm -hmm. So now this part's interesting. Like watch his body language here. Cigarette? Oh no. Thanks, I don't smoke. Well, you are just hitting on all six cylinders, aren't you? So I feel like this part may not be super realistic because she might, well, I feel like she could very easily just, after he goes, oh, no, I don't smoke, she could mm -hmm. just be like, all right, have all a good right, one. Bye. See you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Well, she's stand there. She's working. But, you know, he was introduced. So there's a little bit of rapport there between her and the other guy. Right, so now he kind of goes into the direct sort of sexual tension building. My God, <laughs> would you do me a favor and just, would you just smile for me one time, just once? Now this is pretty clever, right? He tells her, will you just smile for me? Um, because when you ask somebody, well, I mean, it's kind of cringy, but it's also kind of clever. like. You try this at a bar, like, can you just give me a smile? Like, that could be really fucking I'll say creepy. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it could be super creepy. But if she actually does smile, right, like, they've, they've done studies that if you're in a bad mood and you just stare in the mirror and you start smiling, you'll usually feel better. So, you know, this is going to put her into a better emotional state, like even if she's having not the best night. Like, now she's smiling and she's complying with his directions. Yeah, yeah, you see, you got a short upper lip. Makes for a much nicer smile. <laughs> and now you see here, him releasing the tension, right? He's laughing. Mm -hmm. And you see the eye contact there, right? It's very penetrating. See, I wonder what gives a beautiful woman like you play. Now he kind of gets curious. And say you're just standing there, right? And I I just touch you, just, just like this. And the way he says, I, I just touched you, right? He's like going very slow. He's getting permission to do it. He's not just grabbing her. Right. My fingertips. You know, he's probably going very slow, like this. He's getting turned on, obviously. He's maintaining eye contact. And now he's shifting his voice tonality to a lot more seductive. Everything about you. Would you let me do that? Would you give me that job? 
This is kind of interesting. Notice he didn't say, I want to fuck you. <laughs> you know, he he's being very sexual, but his words are saying, I want to learn everything about you. I, you know, I want to get to know you in a sense, clearly on a sexual level, but also on a, you know, emotional level, spiritual level, mm -hmm. who knows? So he's not kind of over the top about that. You can see that she's kind of flabbergasted. I'm off in a half an hour. I'm in room uh, 217. 217. See you there. <laughs> and then again, you see the friend releasing tension and laughing. So any other thoughts after seeing it a second time? Mm, I think it's old school and wouldn't work right now. Like it's, you know, for the first meeting, it's too sexual, especially in America. Like all this feminism and girls don't want the guy even open the door for them or buy them flowers or call an Uber. Mm -hmm. You know, it like something like this won't work out unless she's drunk in the club. She doesn't care. She will sleep with the first guy, you know, but if she's not drunk and she will not let I it happen. Yeah, I don't know if this exact scenario would play out, but mm -hmm. his ability to handle and create sexual tension was pretty good. No, right? I agree. He never cracked. I mean, that's why he's Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Like, <laughs> you have to be, you actually have to be that guy to play that part. No, yeah. Right? But I think it's more, more like not realistic okay. than realistic. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Leonardo DiCaprio, I think it will work. But unless you are... <laughs> well, if you have status like and you know... You, really you high status. Really high right? status, which he is in the scene. Right? Yeah. And it's not like she's a total random. She's a friend or at least an acquaintance of his underling. Mm -hmm. Right? So he has status over the guy who she knows, mm -hmm. which puts him at even higher status. And, uh, you know, he takes that risk, but... Yeah, that's, or, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was scene one. Um, we can always be more like Leo, right? Like, I think emulating Leonardo DiCaprio's mannerisms and his uh, suave sort of characteristics, personality is, uh, mm -hmm. is it's never going to hurt you, right? Not like, I'm not really anything like Leo. Like, our personalities, like, I, I don't think I can really pull something like that off very easily. I'm more of like the funny, goofy, mm -hmm. But we'll laugh, I'll laugh a girl's, you know, into bed. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> oh my god. Just like I laughed you into the into the sack, right, baby? Oh my god. So let's go to the next one. Match point. This is a Woody Allen movie. And this is an aggressive game scene. We have one not aggressive. <laughs> Here we go. So Who's my next victim? You? I haven't played table tennis in quite a while. Would you like to play for a thousand pounds a game? What did I walk into? What did I walk into? It's like this. Please. You have to lean in and hit through the ball. 
I was doing just fine until you showed up. Ah, story of my life. So tell me, what's a beautiful young American ping pong player doing mingling amongst the British upper class? Did anyone ever tell you you play a very aggressive game? Did anyone ever tell you you very sensual lips? Extremely aggressive. I'm naturally competitive. Is it off-putting? I'll have to think about that for a while. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you are. I wanted to introduce you to Chris Wilton. Chris Wilton, this is Nola Rice, my fiance. Ah, so you're the tennis pro. Oh, my pleasure. He was trying to have his way with me over the table. Oh, really? Yeah, well, you better watch out for this one. He's made a living out of hustling. I'll be ready for you next time. I'll see you outside. Oh, yeah. something, isn't she? What do you think of that one? Um, I don't know. I would never react like this. I, I'm so bad. I'm a married woman. <laughs> you know, like well, you, I mean, put yourself into no, but your like she's a she, she's a fiance, and like the guy gets so close to her, I would say sorry, I'm engaged. You know, like for me, just like well, it, spoiler alert, they end up having sex like in a field. I think. Oh my god. It's so bad. <laughs> like it, like it was obvious that they have a sexual tension from the beginning. So when he came, he knew that he can, you know, get so close to her because, you know, he saw that she's really attracted to him. And I think it's not good if you're engaged. Well, I don't know. I don't think they met each other before. I don't remember the movie, but that was obviously their first meeting. Maybe they had seen each other. Um, which would change things, obviously, like if they had eye contact, you know, at the party previous to the ping pong game. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but there's some interesting things to break down. Uh, did you think that was more or less realistic than the cigarette girl scene from Vader? I think it was more realistic because they were in the house, there was no one around. And they were just like super flirty, you know, it's like normal when you play something, some games, you know, the guy will come behind you play pool and he will like, oh, you need to do this. He'll mm -hmm. kind of show you and he still like show you the games. And so it's not kind of super obvious that he's hitting on you right. because he's like showing you the game. And I think it was more realistic and she was super open. The way how she spoke was like so slow and you know, mm -hmm. like with this voice, uh, she was super open to him. That's why it was weird that she was engaged. Yeah, I mean, I was she's, like, uh, it was so bad. <laughs> she's not a very faithful wife. Or I know, fiance. I know, it's so bad. Let's watch that again, kind of through some stopping points here. So he's he's uh, you know waiting to play. Mm -hmm. Who's my next victim? You? And right away, she's kind of giving him, you know, a seductive, but, you know, I guess a little bit of a tense look. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. It's like a very seductive 
look she's got on her face here. Mm -hmm. I haven't played table tennis in quite a while. Would you like to play for a thousand pounds a game? What did I walk into? So do you see how he kind of comes in very modestly, right? Unassuming, mm -hmm. like, you know, she asks him if, she, if he wants to play for a thousand pounds and rather than answering yes or no, which would kind of fail the test because that now he's like answering the question and submitting to her frame, he just says, what did I walk into, mm -hmm. right? She's very confident at this point and he's modest because he knows he's, I mean, he's a tennis pro, so he knows he's going to smoke her. You know, the, the douchebag thing would have been like, yeah, let's play for a thousand pounds, right? And then that would cause her to kind of lose her presence after he beat her because now she's like, fuck, do I have to pay this guy or not? Yeah. <laughs> right? What did I walk into? That was interesting. There's a long pause there, mm -hmm. right? He smashes it and he's not saying anything. Not saying anything. And she's just kind of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little flustered. She's like, oh, he's good. Yeah. She gives a little smile there. And then she has what I walked into. It's like this. And then you see how he slowly moves around the table. Mm -hmm. It's like this. And he, he's like gliding around the table, mm -hmm. you know? Please. And he, and he asked for permission. He says, may I? Mm -hmm. Right? And then he takes her in a very sort of sexual hand around the no, waist. But, but he's he's showing her. He's a, showing yeah. moves. That's why here it's really realistic. It. If you like invite a girl on a date, right, to play pool or something, and she doesn't know, it's the perfect, you know, to have this like first touch. Right. You just will go behind her and will show her and you will build some tension because, you know, you're touching each other. Yeah. It's like super realistic. Totally. It's, you need a, it's to just, an excuse. You need just to ask her before the date if she's engaged or not. <laughs> <laughs> really important. You have to lean in. So he pulls her in. Mm -hmm. And you see how he's whispering. Mm -hmm. And he's also getting very close. You know, mm -hmm. their faces are like this. Mm -hmm. And really strong eye contact. So tell me, what's a beautiful young American ping pong player doing mingling amongst the British upper class? So he asks, a, you know, a question that he's curious about, but he also weaves in a compliment, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. he can tell she's already attracted to him. Mm -hmm. So the compliment works, mm -hmm. right? Also, I think in the aviator, he knows he has status. So the compliment works. If you're coming from a place of lower status and you try to compliment a woman, you're just going to look even lower status, mm -hmm. right? And then this part I feel like is pretty stupid Hollywood. It's like all of a sudden she just got the cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right there. Like you, you... I mean, you know, before they would smoke in, in the inside the house. No, but it's just like the, she pulls out the cigarette so fast. No, but she's maybe she's nervous. She's engaged. And That's she's like, point. oh, my God, what's happening? You know, I have the sexual... Yeah. Like, um, I didn't think about that. Sexual tension. Yeah. Sexual tension. And I'm engaged. And my, like, yeah. my fiance here in, in this house. That's so why she's like, I will, I will better smoke a cigarette. I need, I need something to, yeah. No, that's, that's a good call. Oh, did anyone ever tell you you play a very aggressive game? This is another, yeah, you, know, you could call it a little test, right? Mm -hmm. She's calling him out. Play a very aggressive game. Mm -hmm. How are you going to respond to that? Mm -hmm. Did anyone ever tell you you very sensual lips? 
So again, instead of answering her question mm -hmm. or even acknowledging it, mm -hmm. he just kind of flips it. Did anyone ever tell you, right? You mm -hmm. have very sensual lips and creates more tension. He flips it from him on her all the time. Exactly. You play a very aggressive game. Right, and now she's just kind of responding, oh, calling mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. I'm naturally competitive. Is it off-putting? Now this part's interesting. He goes, is it off-putting? But he's not actually, I feel like he doesn't really care about her answer. He's gonna, he, he's not apologizing. He's gonna do it anyways. Mm -hmm. I'll have to think about that for a while. She takes her time. Oh, there you are. I want to introduce you to Chris Wilton. Chris Wilton, this is Nola Rice, my fiance. Ah, so you're the tennis pro. Notice he doesn't take her eyes off her pretty mm -hmm. much ever, mm -hmm. right? He is not worried about the fiance. fiance. How's it going? My pleasure. He was trying to have his way with me over the table. Oh, really? Yeah, well, you better watch out for this one. He's made a living out of hustling. I'll be ready for you next time. I'll see you outside. Oh, yeah. You know, he's not shy at all about checking her out. He mm -hmm. watches her leave. Mm -hmm. All right. So what do you think of that one overall? Um, overall, I think that her fiancé looks better. Okay. <laughs> and I would never look on other guys. But, you know, if you're a cheater, you're a cheater. No matter how good your husband or wife, you will cheat anyway. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> the thing. All right. So next clip. But I think that this this one is really realistic. It can happen. Okay. And I think for guys, if they want to use it, he, the main thing that he was doing, he would always flip. He would never answer and he would always ask the question. He would, yeah, exactly. He would uh, sort of like steal the frame, Yeah, you could say. And it was like so dominant. Right. He would dominate on her. Dominate her, right? Dominate her, yeah. That, that was really nice and like build the sexual tension even more and more. Right. Now this one is probably my favorite. Uh, and this is from Vicky Cristina Barcelona. You've seen this, right? Mm -mm. No? Another mm -hmm. great movie with Javier Bardem as the leading man. Um, another uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, is also in this scene. Mm -hmm. Here we go. American? I'm Christina and this is my friend Vicky. What color are your eyes? Uh, they're blue. I'd like to invite you both to come with me to Oviedo. To come where? To Oviedo. For the weekend. We leave in one hour. What? Where is Oviedo? A very short flight. By plane? Mm -hmm. What's in Oviedo? I go to see a sculpture that is very inspiring to me. Very beautiful sculpture. You'll love it. Oh, right. You're asking us to fly to Oviedo and back? No, we'll spend the weekend. I mean, I'll show you around the city and we'll eat well, we'll drink good wine, we'll make love. Yeah, who exactly is going to make love? Hopefully the three of us. Oh my God. I'll get your bill. Jesus, this guy, he doesn't beat around the bush. Look, senor, maybe in a different life, 
Why not? Life is short, life is dull, life is full of pain, and this is a chance for something special. Right. Well, who exactly are you? I am Juan Antonio, and you are Vicky, and you are Christina, right? Or is it the other way around? Yeah, but, yeah, you know, right. it could be the other way around because, frankly, it doesn't matter because either of us will do to keep the bed warm. You know, I, I get it. Well, you're both so lovely and beautiful. Yeah, thank you, but we do not fly off to make love with whoever invites us to charming little Spanish towns. Does she always analyze every inspiration until each grain of charm is, uh, se dice, uh, squeezed out of it? I guess I have to say that, um, uh, my eyes are green, actually. Oh, God. Look, I, I, I wouldn't call our reluctance to leap at your sexual offer being over-analytical. If you would care to join us for some recognized form of social interaction, like a drink, then we'd be fine. But otherwise, I think you should try, you know, offering to some other table. What offended you about the offer? Surely not that I find you both beautiful and desirable. Offended me? No. I, it's, it's very amusing, galling, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> is it my imagination or is it getting a little late? I Should would we go? love to go to Oviedo. What? Are you kidding? Can I we discuss I think it would be this? so much fun. I think we should go. I would love to go. Christina, can we discuss this some other time when... You know, when I saw you across the room at the art gallery, I noticed you have uh, beautiful lips. Very full, very sensual. Thank you. Okay, okay, look, I'm, you know, if you want to well, go... I can't guarantee the love-making because I happen to be very moody. Let's not negotiate like a contract. I came over here with no subterfuge and presented my best offer. Now I hope you will discuss it and give me the pleasure to take you with me to Oviedo. I have the good fortune to borrow my friend's plane. It's just big enough for the three of us, and I'm a very good pilot. Oh, it sounds very safe. Think it over. Isn't it funny that he also say about the central lips, like in the last video? Uh, yeah, he did, you know, go with that sort of direct compliment. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot going on in that scene. I'm definitely Vicky. You're I definitely Vicky. Girl, no, sorry, <laughs> we don't like your offer, you can go. You can fuck off, bye-bye. It's me, and it's usually the girls, it's always one girl like, sorry, no, and another like, well, we will think about this, we like actually. Right. It's funny. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, yeah, I'm Vicky. You're definitely the Vicky mm -hmm. of that duo. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely the Christina. I know. <laughs> I know. You would definitely. That's be why we make Christina. a good couple. <laughs> you would be like, oh, we're going. Yeah, let's go. It sounds like an adventure. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think? Realistic? Mm, I mean, depends where they are. If they're in some resort, you know, like somewhere in Italy in some resort, you know, and, <laughs> also, um, and it can happen, you know, the guys just like want to fly on his, I don't know, his jet and he found some girls and just wanted to propose. Yeah, let me get him out of here. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, you're bad. This is the jerk that's been making all that noise. This guy. Get out of here. <laughs>
<laughs> Get out of here. Let's go back. You thought it was realistic? In like some specific scenario, yes. But if it would be randomly in LA, me and my friend sitting and having a dinner and some guy randomly comes, I would say fuck off immediately. But if it's something like a resort, Mexico or like Spain, you know, and like people just having fun, they came for vacation and for some adventures, then I think well, the, so. Uh, the backstory before this scene is the girls had both heard about Javier's character, mm -hmm. um, that he was like a wife beater. Wife beater? Yeah, like he beats his wife. Oh my um, God. Or, but it was, but it, he's also an artist. Um, oh, or yeah. Okay, then it's, it's, it's Actually, it's I can't fine. remember if they had heard that he's a wife beater or that he just had a very like aggressive relationship. But there was something, pretty sure uh, Vicky was like trash talking him before mm -hmm. that. Because mm -hmm. I think... I think right before the scene, they're like, oh my God, they were like talking about him because he's over in the restaurant and then he makes eye contact and then Vicky's like, shit, he's walking over here, right? Mm -hmm. So let's let's watch again. I would never then agree. I would say to him, fuck off immediately. Well, she tried. Yeah, so that's what I would Here do. we go. So he's walking very slowly, right? Maintaining eye contact with both of them. Looks at one for a long time. And then he switches his gaze to the other girl. Mm -hmm. American? I'm Christina and this and, is my friend Vicky. You know, American, just ask. What color are your eyes? One simple question. Uh, they're blue. And he also directs his attention at the one who's being a lot more receptive, mm -hmm. which is Christina, knowing that he's gonna get a lot more love from her. Mm -hmm. I'd like to invite you both to come with me to Oviedo. To come where? To the other. Oh, he doesn't. He just. What color are your eyes? <laughs> and then he goes with the invitation. For the weekend, we leave in one hour. And it's such a ridiculous proposal. We leave in one hour, mm -hmm. right? Which is what you need to do because it's like, if it's not over the top, then it's probably not going to be as interesting to them. What? Where is Oviedo? A very short flight. By plane. So I, I think the fact that it's by plane makes it a more compelling offer, right? Because it's like, well, like this is so crazy that we should just do it. Or we cannot can end up being killed also. <laughs> okay, Vicky. Mm -hmm. What's in Oviedo? I go to see a sculpture that is very inspiring to me. Very beautiful sculpture. You'll love it. Oh, right. You, you, you're asking us to fly to Oviedo and back. No, we'll spend the weekend. I mean, I'll show you around the city and... <laughs> this part's great, right? Because if he didn't say that, if he was just like, we'll, we'll you know, eat, uh, drink, eat, drink wine, eat, uh, see the sculpture, um, he could end up just being like a tour guide. You know, it could be a very bad spot. He could get friend-zoned here or wasting his time. So he goes with the much more direct approach, um, knowing that if if they end up going, it's basically... They know what they're going for. Exactly. There's no subterfuge, mm -hmm. as he says later. Good mm -hmm. wine will make love. Yeah, who, who exactly is going to make love? Hopefully the three of us. <laughs> I love this response. Hopefully the three of us. Obviously. Oh my 
I'll get your bill. Jesus, this guy. So she says maybe in a different life, and he's going to say life is short, life is full of pain, right? The... Maybe in a different life. Why not? Life is short, life is dull, life is full of pain, and this is a chance for something special. Right, well, who exactly are you? I am Juan Antonio. So notice she's just shit-testing him galore, right? And he's, he remains very calm, very cool, doesn't ever change his presence or his excitement level. And you are Vicky, and you are Christina, right? Or is it the other way around? Yeah, but, yeah, you know, right. it could be the other way around because, frankly, it doesn't matter because either of us will do to keep the bed warm. You know, I, I get it. Well, you're both so lovely and beautiful. <laughs> That's a great response, right? You're both so lovely and beautiful. I mean, yeah, of course. You know, he, he's, yes, he's... So there's a an improv um, technique, which is called yes and, right? So mm -hmm. if a girl's giving you a test and you say no and you start arguing no but you're usually going to fail but if you yes and the test you're usually going to pass mm -hmm. and remain non-reactive yeah mm -hmm. you're both so lovely why why wouldn't we all make love yeah thank you but we do not fly off to make love with whoever invites us to charming little spanish towns and you see the whole time christina is just like <laughs> She wants, to go. she wants to go so bad. So he's going to now avert his attention to her because he's getting, you know, the, the positive vibes. Does she always analyze every inspiration until each grain of charm is uh, uh, squeezed out of it? I also think that he knows he can he can push a little here because he's getting so much uh, he's getting so much love from Christina. He knows he can push on Vicky and kind of create the oh, it's us two against her sort of dynamic. I guess I have to say that um, uh, my eyes are green, actually. Oh, God, look, I, I, I wouldn't call our reluctance to leap at your sexual offer being over-analytical. If you would care to join us for some recognized form of social interaction like a drink, then we'd be fine. But otherwise, I think you should try, you know, offering to some other table. What offended you about the offer? So this part's interesting because she's basically, you know, she's upset. She's offended. Of course. Right? She's like, I'm not a hooker. And he responds to that emotion, right? He doesn't go into her logic and say, oh, well, why wouldn't I, right? Before he kind of responded logically, but this time he's diving straight into the emotional thread, mm -hmm. which you need to be aware of because that's the only thing that matters, mm -hmm. right? And he, he calls it out, like, what offended you about the offer? Surely not that I find you both beautiful and desirable. Offended me? No, it's it's very amusing, galling to be honest. But uh, <laughs> and now she's lying. She's obviously offended. Of course, yeah. yeah. Is it my imagination, or is it getting a little late? I Should would we go love to go to Oviedo? Yeah. Now she's upset, and she's just trying to mm -hmm. yeah totally like leave. But she's got so much. He's got so much buy-in from Christina mm -hmm. that like he knows he's good. What? Are you kidding? Can I we think discuss it would be this? so much fun. I think we should go. I would love to go. Christina, can we discuss this some other time when... You know, when I saw you across the room at the art gallery, I noticed you have uh, beautiful lips. Very full, very 
central. I feel like that statement actually doesn't help him at all. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like extra. Because she's. She already said yes. Yeah. I feel like that's a mistake, you know, to keep pushing and going with the. He's not really pushing, but like he's showering with more compliments when he's already got her. Mm -hmm. Right. Thank you. Okay, okay, look, I'm, you know, if you want to oh, go. I can't guarantee the love making because I happen to be very moody. And that's why she kind of pushes back with, mm -hmm. I can't guarantee the love making, right? Mm -hmm. Let's not negotiate like a contract. I came over here with no subterfuge and presented my best offer. Now I hope you will discuss it and give me the pleasure to take you with me to Oviedo. I have the good fortune to borrow my friend's plane. It's just big enough for the three of us, and I'm a very good pilot. Oh, it sounds very safe. Think it over. <laughs> it's conveniently just big enough for the three of us, so you mm -hmm. can't bring anybody in. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that one's the best. Um, no, I like the second one. You like the second one? I just like that one, I guess, because it's like a threesome pitch, and it's just so ridiculous. You know, like, you don't see that in movies very often. Um, and, it, and it was realistic enough to where it's a good movie, obviously. He ends up, of course, sleeping with both women. Uh, first, I think first he sleeps with, with Christina, obviously, and then later Vicky. Um, no, I don't think it's realistic. No? Uh, I mean, I, I, I would think it would be realistic if they would go and you know, he would sleep with Christina, but Vicky wouldn't sleep with him. That's because what you yeah. say he ended up sleeping with both well, of them. Later on, he slept with Vicky, but not on the trip. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then mm -hmm. yeah. Vicky wouldn't sleep with him on the trip. Right. But you know what? Actually, it's what I noticed in between three of them that every single guy was like so calm. Yep. And he he was not like speaking fast. He was like really slow, and his voice was like really calm and charming. Mm -hmm. That was in three of them. Yep. That was really nice. You know, you need to be so confident to like that yeah to not be like a douchebag you have to be very present like really you have to present. be able to you have to be really listening and to you need to have in you know to speak like that you need to have an eye contact because it's like creates this connection mm -hmm. that was good in in between between three of them um what else did you notice about all three um, i mean all of them were really confident mm -hmm. in like even Vicky was like shit testing him so much. He he didn't change. Nothing about him didn't change. Right? Challenging him. Like yeah. shit test is another way to say challenge. Challenge. That's yeah. kind of like a, a lingo in the seduction community or <laughs> but um yeah, she she was being very challenging and he never he never like fell into her frame, yeah. as you could say. Right. All of the women, except for the first one in the, the cigarette, like she didn't really challenge him, mm -hmm. but the other two certainly did. Mm -hmm. um, and they didn't change their strategy. He remained cool, calm, collective, mm -hmm. uh, responded sometimes uh, with logic and when needed, responded with emotion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a very important point. Yeah. Right. Because if a, if a woman's saying something, but her emotions are saying something else, if you respond to the words, then you're screwed. Yeah. You got to respond to the emotion, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes the words match the emotion. Sometimes they don't. Often they don't, right? It's like a girl saying like, there's no way I'm having sex with you, later, right? Mm -hmm. Which is obviously probably having sex later, right? So you got to, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, guys are always like, but she said this. And it's like, well, cool. She said it, but that's not actually what she meant by what she said. 
Um, so similarities were slow moving, but also moving with a purpose, right? Like none of them were fidgeting or frantic or releasing tension with their body. They were all very calm, very mm -hmm. cool, very collected, slow moving, but also uh, like dominant and, and yeah, confident. I mean, all these things kind of make up confidence, really strong eye contact, not all of, them. all of them, not afraid to be direct, mm -hmm. right? They weren't, they didn't, I mean, Howard in the first one started semi-direct, but actually he didn't because he stopped it first mm -hmm. with like, glad that's settled. Right. And mm -hmm. kind of interrupted. So they, they all, he, they all created a lot of sexual tension before the direct sort of opening line. I would say that I would, I would try to copy one of them. Mm -hmm. It would be the second one okay. because I really like his thing that he would never answer the, her question and he would ask his own, mm -hmm. you know, it was so dominant. Yeah. And like, I, I think I would really like it because to other guys, I would not, like, I would be immediate, immediately turned off and, and say, fuck off. <laughs> right. With that guy, I would actually, it would actually build the sexual tension between me and the guy. Yeah. And obviously all three guys had, you know, they were fundamentally very attractive guys of mm -hmm. status, mm -hmm. well-dressed, mm -hmm. in good shape. Um had an air of uh, wealth to them, of course. Um, yeah, and, and they the, also had the game to back it up. Yeah, and the status also. If the girls knew about the status, it's also opened them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot to take away there. Um, I, I really learned a lot from watching movies through this lens of like what is the leading man doing mm -hmm. that makes him attractive mm -hmm. and i also watch a lot of movies where the you know the leading man was like a joke right and what makes that guy not attractive we how need to do the next episode with the guys who were unattractive unattractive guys mm -hmm. yeah like george from seinfeld or oh my God. <laughs> larry david and uh curb your enthusiasm right <laughs> he's an interesting one because sometimes he is and sometimes he isn't but um you know these are obviously extreme examples mm -hmm. Uh, very forward, very sexual situations, uh, a lot of sexual tension, and and yeah. So hopefully you guys uh, took some value from that. And if you have any recommendations for other movies you'd like to see us broken down, like to see us break down, um, please put those in the comments. Uh, or if there's any other questions, you know, or you disagree with what we're saying, uh, leave a comment as well. Tell us we're we're idiots. Sure, people aren't afraid to do that, especially yeah. on YouTube. Uh, no so. problems with that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, my dear. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you're new to the show and digging our content, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you listen or watch. But if you're not really digging it, go ahead, just don't leave us any review at all. That'd be great. If you're feeling a little bit stuck or you just want to optimize and step up your game, we've opened up a few spots in our Inner Confidence community. We're accepting applications if you want to join our select group of men and experience the radical power of accountability, cross everything off your sexual bucket list, and just become a beast who gets more stuff done. To learn more and apply, go to start.innerconfidence.com.